welcome to the Unfiltered Femme podcast, your new world to get the lowdown on all things pleasure, sexuality, the mysterious female body, dating, relationships, and everything you need to know to step into your most unfiltered, unapologetic, empowered, and turned on self. I'm Steph Morris, a love, sex, and intimacy coach, and along with some incredibly fabulous guests, I'm here to spill the tea on those topics that are typically hush-hush, the juicy things that you want to know all about that have maybe been a little bit too shy to talk about. Think of me as your fearless guide and partner in crime, creating a space for the unfiltered, the raw, the authentic chats where nothing is off limits and there's no such thing as too much. The Unfiltered Femme podcast is all about breaking down those walls and celebrating what it means to be an unfiltered feminine being. I hope you're ready for a wild ride. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to this episode of The Unfiltered Firm. I'm so excited to take you on a journey with amazing guests to dive into womb healing. What the heck is womb healing? What does it mean? Who is it for? We dive into fertility issues, birth control, tips for women trying to avoid pregnancy, women trying to conceive, the power of tapping into the wisdom of our womb as women, and so much more with my guest, Vicky Rents. Vicky is a best-selling author, shamanic womb healer, channeler, and popular YouTuber. She channels powerful healings and guides women to deeply connect with energies within their womb to release the energetic root cause behind their fertility blockages, awaken them to their natural flow and their creative core. Vicky struggled with recurrent miscarriages and unexplained infertility and used her own healing techniques to connect with her womb, release heavy energies and become a mother of two boys. Vicky is on a mission to make womb healing accessible to women around the world. Without further ado, let's dive right in and get ready to be blown away by this episode. Welcome to the podcast, Vicky. I'm so excited that you're here and really excited to have this conversation with you, which I know is going to be so valuable. There's already so many women I want to send this conversation to, and I know we're going to go deep. So welcome. How are you doing? And then I'd love for you to introduce yourself and tell us who is Vicky? Hi, Steph. Thank you for welcoming me. Yes, I am Vicky Renz, and I'm doing really great today. Thank you. Just really excited to be here and chatting with you and getting into the conversation around womb healing because that's what I am. I am a womb healer. I guide women how to connect deep within into their feminine flow and really transform where they are on their fertility journey love it you are such a powerhouse and obviously we just connected in person in costa rica and spent a week together and i loved feeling your presence and your power and also this might sound weird to some people if they haven't done this work but when i was around you i could feel the activation in my womb space the energy in there so you really are so powerful and this work is you're really living your dharma and what you're meant to be doing i'd love for you to share how did you get into this work of womb healing and what was your own journey with connecting with your womb and how you got onto this path yeah so this is I've been a healer I've been into energy healing since my early 20s it's something I had as a child this innate intuition and I started discovering it like when I became more aware that it wasn't everybody that had this kind of feeling that I was experiencing so that developed through my 
my 20s and I learned things like healing with the hands. I worked at drop-in centers in London, supporting people that were coming in and really discovering this world of energy and healing. And it was when I got to my 30s, I was ready for children and I wanted to start getting pregnant. And as it happens to many people, I was just really shocked that it didn't work out for me. And I went through recurrent miscarriage and just wondering what on earth was wrong with me and what's wrong with my body? Why is it not working for me? And I got to go to a fertility clinic in Germany. That's where I'm based. And it's a really top one. They did so many tests on me, very thorough testing. And the outcome was so in medical terms, that I had unexplained infertility, which then made me think, okay, all right, there's on the data side, nothing wrong with me, but uh, how can I then get into the root cause of all of this that's going on in my body, which was my calling to turn back into my energy healing and look back inside and really make that connect with my womb, because I pushed it all to one side whilst I was going through my struggles. When you're in a place of stress and trauma, generally you are in your head more than you are in your body. And so that's what turned things around for me as well, that connection with my womb and realizing there was a heck of a lot more trauma in there that I'd been burying and hiding away. And it was time to open it up, go face to face with it do a lot of self-love and forgiveness around mother-daughter relationship. And my next pregnancy was full-term pregnancy and my lovely eldest child now. So that's how it turned into that calling for me. And it became more and more. It was something that I had to do. I couldn't not share the message with the world. It took me quite a few years to get the confidence to learn how to create a website, to learn how to speak on a YouTube channel. But I got there and now I'm helping mm. so many women. Yeah. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. Can I just ask, did you say recurrent miscarriage? What does that mean? Yes. Recurring miscarriage is when you have more than one. So I had five miscarriages altogether. Wow. Over what was the time period that you had five miscarriages? It was over a time period of... Well, first one was in 2010 when we weren't even planning to have children. We were planning to go away traveling and I thought I had a coil fitted, but when I had a very strange, what I thought was a period for ongoing for 10 days and we went to the gynecologist here, he did an internal scan and it turned out that I was pregnant, like seven weeks pregnant. And that was the first miscarriage I had because like it was about three weeks later that we went for the second scan and there was no heartbeat anymore. So yeah, well, I thought I was wearing a coil and it had simply fallen out and I hadn't even realized that it had fallen out. So for anyone else out there who has a coil, always check for the strings. Yeah, something I didn't realize at the time. Yeah. Wow. I didn't yeah. know that was possible. I know. That's pretty scary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. And then when I was really into that time of wanting to get pregnant, that was when I was around 33, so about three, four years later, and then it, they just went, I could get pregnant really easily. didn't seem to be a problem, but they just went sticking as 
that's kind of that's a word for, that people use. It's, it's it's not a sticky pregnancy, and yeah. So I lost then another three before Luca came along, mm-hmm. and they were all under twelve weeks. Yeah, and I actually lost another one in between Luca and Nico, but for an entirely different reason. So that was because I had to have a dental appointment because my molar cracked, and it was either mm-hmm. get blood poisoning or had to have a tooth pulled. And they put in too much anesthetic. So, yeah. What? Oh, my gosh. I got put through it. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, you really have been through it. Thank you for sharing all of that. So vulnerably, I really appreciate it. How did you find that having those recurring miscarriages? How did that affect the relationship that you had with your body? I had bulimia when I was growing up. And I'd gone back into self-love and loving myself. And then this happened. And it was a lot of like pushing things away. Mm. So, I mean, I just questioning what was wrong with my body. And it was more like in my head, what's wrong with me rather than what's wrong with my body and a lot of escapism. So like turning to alcohol or wanting to travel to far ends of the world again, just escape from reality. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I work with a few women who come into my sex queen program who are experiencing fertility struggles. And that's something that I hear from them when they've had miscarriages or struggling to conceive that there becomes this disconnect and frustration, resentment and distrust with their body when it is like the body is betraying betraying you in some ways by not sticking with the pregnancy or whatever the other struggles are. And I feel like it's a very of course, challenging experience for women to go through. So I wanted to touch on that because I know I have, I have clients and women in my world who will really resonate with your, with your story here. So I'd love to know for, this is such a powerful conversation for all women, all women, I believe, and I know you're on the same page. This is the work that you do need to connect with their womb. So this is powerful for whether women desire children or not, for whether women are ready to have children or if they're thinking maybe in a few years I want to have kids so for all women can you explain what is womb healing like what does that actually mean womb healing Mm -hmm. yes I'm totally right it's for anyone any age it's so amazing when you start connecting in with your body because you're connecting in with your inner feminine energy this is your divine feminine and so much can happen when you're in that vibration and in that flow. You can connect with your creativity, you know, your sexiness and that real self-love. So how does it work? It's a case of really going in deep within your body. Now, I usually do this through guided meditation, firstly by connecting in with your heart and then traveling down into your womb and feeling what it feels like to be inside of your womb, getting used to those energies and going on a journey of discovery, using all of your senses, your five senses to feel around, okay, what is my womb space looking like? Is it dark or light? Can I feel emotions in there? And every one of us is different. We'll experience different things when we go in. And it's becoming very aware of how much we do hold onto energetically inside of our womb. And that's going into the scientific side of it. So every cell in our body holds cellular memory. And why does our womb hold on to so much? Well, because it's our feminine core. And for many of us, 
that goes into things like mother-daughter relationship, how we felt as a child, how we felt when we were growing up, was there problems at school, and of course all the partners we've shared our space with. Yeah, and that energy is inside of us. Many of us hold on to it and only realize it when we feel blockages or we feel pain. You know, there can be physical blockages like ovarian cysts and fibroids, even endometriosis. It's your womb screaming out, say, pay attention to me, there's something up. And the more you can really understand and feel within and really heal things that you're holding on to, the more you're going to blossom and really flow and glow. And yeah, it's this transformation that's like a butterfly coming out of its cocoon. And with the ladies I work with, just really blossoming into this incredible version of themselves as they're really stepping fully into the amazing woman that they are. That's beautiful. I am going to share from my experience with womb healing. So when I first got on this like deep spiritual and embodiment journey a few years ago and I heard people talking about womb healing I remember thinking I don't need that because I don't want children yet therefore I don't need to connect it with my womb like there are other parts of my body that I can focus more on connecting with and I don't have any active symptoms or issues or anything coming up in my body therefore my rationale was I don't need to do that kind of healing because there's nothing present Boy, was I wrong. I was so wrong. And the deeper and deeper I have gone with this work and now really working with women around sexuality, we go so deep into womb healing because all women need to be doing this work. And for me, especially like the last 12 months, I've gone on such a deep journey with healing my womb space, which I'm very grateful for because I know that I want to have children one day. And I'm taking the proactive approach. I want to create a safe space in my body for a child, for a human being to have as its home for nine months. And many of us are not taking that approach of let me be proactive to actually focus on nourishing that space that is going to be the home of a new human life. So I'm going to do everything like I go to the gym, I eat healthy, you know, we take our supplements. There are many ways that women are preparing their body for children, but they're not often looking energetically. Anyway, to bring that point for full circle, I've shared on other episodes about my womb breathwork experience that I did at the retreat and I was at in June, the sacred sexuality retreat. And it was the most healing experience of my life. And what's also powerful about this is when you do really deep healing, so much can shift in your body. So this might seem a bit off, off topic, but I did that really healing breathwork experience. And I think I lost like 10 pounds after that experience at that retreat. And I don't weigh myself, so I don't know it was that much, but healing, oftentimes when we have things like excess weight or skin problems, I've had all of them, they can heal when we go really deep into that healing. So I just wanted to share that because our bodies are protecting us and and showing these symptoms in different ways. And like you shared, some women's bodies, they have cysts or endometriosis, endometriosis I always cannot say that word or other symptoms that are showing up down so what is the approach that you would guide women if there are women listening to this who are either trying to get pregnant want children in the future or they're like maybe even not thinking about kids at all or in the distant future like what are the first steps to really take to connect with your womb 
Mm, yes, this is my favorite. Every single morning when you first wake up, you know, those first few seconds of your day are absolutely vital. You, know, you hear Mel Robin saying, Robin saying it about her five-second technique. Those first five seconds, that's your time to come into your body, to come into your heart and come into your womb. And so that's really the first step is when you're in your bed, lying there in the morning, you've got your eyes closed and you place one hand over your heart and you place the other hand over your womb and you breathe in and feel your heart energy. You can always feel your heart energy. We feel so much in our hearts. And simply by placing our hand over our heart, we can feel the warmth, that tingling, and just that flow of love. And I love to call our womb our second heart because our womb is just as sensitive and holds on to and can express in the same way as our heart. So then channeling that energy in your heart down into your womb and really feeling that connection with your womb. And that's the first massive step. And it's so easy to do first thing in the morning to really think, okay, first thing I'm going to do is be in my body and feel that self-love, especially inside of my womb. Because you're then coming into your feminine immediately. And that's what you're carrying with you then during the day, this wonderful feminine energy of who you are and really feeling comfortable in that energy the more you do it. Mm. So it's really quite simple to connect with our wombs. There's not this complicated <laughs> algorithm or witch spell <laughs> that we need to follow, right? It's as simple as tuning in and connecting and starting to ask and listen to that womb space. Super That's powerful. Right. Yes. Love it. How did you know that you had trauma in your womb as you were sharing your story before? How did you tap into that? Yeah. Well, after going through the recurrent miscarriages and thinking, okay, it's now unexplained. What could be wrong with me? And I done a lot of journeying into my body in the past if anyone's ever done Brandon Bay's The Journey I did that a lot right early on in my 20s so I knew how to go into my body and I just knew instinctively, instinctively that this was being held in my womb because what, what else could be going on there must be an explanation at energetic level within my womb and that's where I went in I traveled deep within and that's where I picked up on a lot of the mother-daughter things. So when I was traveling in, it was things my mother had said to me. And then how I felt as this girl, there was so much inner child going on in there, this lost, sad, very insecure, and so much self-hate in there. That little girl had so much self-hate. And so that's how I discovered the trauma. Because you can imagine a womb that is filled with self-hate isn't going to be a loving environment for a baby to come into and to grow. That is really powerful. And I really believe deeply in the power of the energetic with, of course, the medical as well, like taking that holistic approach. And it makes me really sad how people don't know about the energy side. Like I know people who are my age who are trying to conceive and not having any luck going to their doctor and after a few months going right down the IVF route without even 
without even having the proper education around even tracking their cycle, tracking ovulation, tracking their symptoms, having their hormones tested, checking their different levels, connecting with their womb. Like no one's asking from what, from my awareness, no one's asking them, what's your connection to your womb? What's your relationship with your womb? What is going on inside your body? And that really does blow my mind that that's not being asked. And then you're put on this path of go invest in IVF, which I, I don't even know how much that costs, but I've heard it's, I've heard it's a massive, massive investment, requires a lot of resources for people, for, for couples, for women who are experiencing it. So thank you for sharing that. I would love to know, can things like cysts, fibroids, these conditions that you've mentioned, PCOS, can they be healed? You can do a huge amount of self-work on yourself and we have had some amazing results with some of the ladies who have come to me using my five steps womb healing method. So I can say it definitely works for many ladies who put in the consistent daily self-love work on themselves. I can't give you a definite yes or no because it really depends on that person. And I have some amazing stories that I can share with you about ladies. I'd love to share one with you. Please, yeah, tell yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, okay. So this one lady who comes to me, she's been following me on Instagram quite a lot and on YouTube and commenting on my videos. And she's reached out to me and said she's got a septated cyst and she's scared. She's so scared because you go for the scan and doctors and nurses, they'll be very stony-faced. They won't really give you a lot of information. And then you get this analysis and of course, what you do, you take it home with you. And the first thing you do is you go on, online and say, like, okay, what's the meaning of this? And you find out all the horrible things that you really, really shouldn't be reading. And you feel like, okay, it's the end of my life. That's it. I'm a goner. Right. And so she's scared, anxious, fear going on. And she's also got my five-step room healing technique. She knows what to do. And she said, Vicky, I'm about to go away on holiday. I'm going to do your technique every single day. She was in my womb tribe as well. So she had my other techniques, doing breath work as well, journaling, really working on herself every day. And 12 weeks later, I get this wonderful message from her. She said, I've been for my follow-up scan and there isn't any cyst to be seen. She's like dancing for joy. Wow. She can't believe it. And, you know, it's just such a transformation and you go from that place of fear and anxiety to this joy and this release yeah and that's just one of the amazing beautiful stories of a lot of ladies who are in that place of feeling so anxious mm. especially if like the c word comes up as well because that will come up mm. quite often with this like it could be potentially and that gets you even more nervous and yeah these ladies working mm. on themselves they're reducing the size of their cysts they're realizing that they're holding on to trauma on the inside and gently releasing it. And we can all do it when we work on ourselves like that. Wow. That's literally life-changing and incredible. Like, mm -hmm. wow. The power, the power of the work that you do. And yeah, it's mind-blowing. I can feel my womb very activated <laughs> as I'm talking. I can feel the energies. I'm curious, are there certain characteristics or personality traits or behaviors that you notice in the women that you work with that tend to have these medical things coming up like perhaps uh, struggling to conceive or cysts are there like common threads between women or is it more 
the trap trauma in their body. A huge amount of inner child trauma comes up. And these women are wonderful women, okay, that they are feeling very held back. They're not expressing themselves. They're not their whole 100% true self when they come to me. They'll be um, holding themselves back in career, social life, perhaps even, you know, with their partner or not with a partner, it depends where they are in their life there. So quite a held back version of this woman will come to me and they'll go through the steps and of the five-step womb healing technique and it'll take a few weeks and then gradually things start to change. They start to have a voice, start to feel that self-love flowing and they start to go out. And things are changing on so many levels, like career-wise, creativity-wise, and, you know, love life-wise as well. And, of course, on the fertility front, there's just so much that happens there. Mm. So, yeah. But everyone has their own story, of course. Yeah. Wow. Can you share a little bit around what your five-step womb healing method is? Because I'm sure people are like, what is this magic? <laughs> Can you share <laughs> a little bit what what's involved uh, with this technique? Ring what your womb is like on the inside. How does that feel? You know, discovering it with all of your five senses. Understanding then what you're holding on to on the inside so that you can go through the healing steps and release the trauma, release the deep energies being held onto within. Mm. And is this something that there, is this like a breathwork practice or a journaling practice or is it a guided, like how do people consume or practice the five steps mm -hmm. yes it's a guided meditative type of work so you go in following my steps to connect in with your womb go deep into your body and then going through the rest of the other steps and I combine that with journaling and breath work because you can connect in and discover things but then how do you heal and release now, healing and releasing comes from that self-love, how you go about your everyday as well. And that's a bigger part of the healing process. It's really spending that quality time on yourself every single day and really noticing when you're holding on to heavier energies, how you can then lift yourself up, raise your vibration, raise your frequency through techniques like the breath work, meditations like cutting the cords cutting the cords with energies or between people that you've been holding on to that aren't serving you anymore mm. that's really going through mantras and having your daily mantra of like I am I am just really building up that confidence and in who you are really believing in yourself so there's as a lot of pieces to the puzzle really that five those five steps are the core for discovering mm. you know what is really at the root cause of things going on on the inside mm, that's beautiful do you notice are there other symptoms that women have outside of the larger things that we've already touched on but are there other symptoms that women who are listening could perhaps identify with to qualify themselves that hey maybe i have some 
disconnection or some challenges or some work to do on my womb? Like, are there other symptoms that you can share that you notice or is it mainly those bigger things like cysts that you already touched on? Do you know what I would say here? I would really recommend going through that heart womb connection that I said at the beginning or, you know, at some point in this chat, how to wake up in the morning and feel into your body. And then you'll notice, are you connected with your womb or are you disconnected, right? Because you'll either be able to feel like, oh, wow, I feel my womb energy. Or it'll be like, oh, my gosh, that's the first time I've connected with my womb in my life. And Mm. she doesn't even seem like a part of me. Yeah. And I think that's a big, that would be a big feeling to go into and then going into the steps of, it may not be that you're holding on to any kind of trauma, but Mm. coming into that feeling of connection and being in your divine feminine flow, Mm. that's going to still shift some energies within you and bring out way more of your creativity and just Mm. that amazing woman that you are. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And that just reminded me of one of the first times I ever connected with my womb was at a retreat that I was attending in Costa Rica. I feel like everything to do with my journey starts with a retreat in Costa Rica because I've been on so many retreats in Costa Rica. <laughs> love them. That's why I host them there now. But I was at this retreat and one of the workshops was around connecting with our wombs. And this was a really cool exercise that we did. We were guided through a cacao ceremony. So we were drinking beautiful ceremonial cacao. We were then guided into this deep meditation and journey, kind of like how you described of connecting in with our womb and looking at the different textures and colors and shapes and really identifying what we could see and the visual of our womb. We then moved into this beautiful embodied movements. Then we started to express through our body the way that our wombs wanted to move and to sound and to dance and shake. And then we each had this foam board canvas type thing. And then we were expressing outwardly on the canvas that visual that we connected with in the meditation of our womb space and that for me it was I still have that it literally looks like a child did it but I was so proud of it because it was such a pivotal moment for me to actually connect with and see this clear visual of my womb space and what it looked like and then to be able to express that outwardly express my creativity which is connected to our womb space right like creative that's where the creativity comes from it was so powerful and that was really that was a few years ago now and that was like I was like, wow, okay, I do have a connection to my womb and my womb is beautiful and there's always more work to be done as we know and and things come up when we're ready. But I wanted to share that, that it, it really is such a powerful exercise to do and be really curious about to see what is my relationship to my womb? Do I have a relationship with my womb? And especially, especially if you have symptoms coming up or symptoms that you know about or you're dealing with these challenges and or if you want to birth a child at some point in your life, dive into this work now. Like why be reactive and wait until there is an identified problem to start looking into this? Be proactive now and connect with your womb. And it does blow my mind how we as human beings tend to avoid things like people want to have a better sex life, but they have no connection to their pussy. People want to birth children, but they don't think about connecting to their womb. People want 
to improve their relationship, but they avoid having conversations around where the relationship is at or doing a check-in and these sorts of things. And it really does blow my mind that we're not consciously focusing in on the thing that we want and then identifying the most important relationship that we have, aka with our womb or whatever part of our body or whatever it is that we desire. And then making that effort every single day to nurture and to develop that relationship so that we are ready to receive so that your womb is ready to receive the baby that is going to be growing in there. So I wanted to share that because this really is powerful and sharing from personal experience at womb healing is the tits. It is very important and powerful for all women. I would love to ask, what are the impacts on our womb, our relationship to our womb and the trauma that is stored in our womb from our mothers, from our grandmothers, from our sisters, from the connection to other women in our family? How does that affect our current relationship to our womb? Oh, that's a really great question because we're going into generational trauma and being passed down the lineage. And, you know, we were inside our mother for nine to 10 months and, you know, she was inside her mother. And it goes, we've been so deeply connected with these ladies being a part of their bodies and we carry some of their DNA within us and the other way around as well. So our blood goes into their blood. And naturally, through the DNA and through being in that, you know, your mother's energy for that long, trauma gets passed down through the generations. So, for example, with me, with my mother, my mother had a terrible relationship with her body and who she was as a woman. And that got passed 100% on down to me. I hated my body. I hated my body image. You know, I said earlier I had bulimia as a child. It took me so long to find that self-love. And like analyzing that even further, you know, when my mum passed away and it was a lot around how she loved herself. Mm-hmm. And there's so much for her coming up around her mother and how her mother talked to her and how her mother treated her as as a female and didn't really give her that love that she needed because that came from her mother and so on you know and there's just so much that can be passed on and I've also seen it with other women you're not just carrying that kind of trauma with you there's also the trauma and pain of women in general so if you're going back through the ages you know there's a huge amount around how women have been suppressed mistreated and if you're like an energy healer like me then there's a lot of rounds being burned at the stake and all this really painful energy as well so there's a lot lurking around that area as well once you start Mm. tapping into it yeah Mm. so there's the generational trauma there's the collective trauma which can all be living inside of our bodies that is impacting how we feel how we are how we show up and how we really navigate and move through this world that sometimes it's not, it's like, it's not, none of that's our fault, but it it's our responsibility to explore and go deep into what this current body is holding onto and starting to release and to heal that. 
And I wanted to ask that question because I definitely felt in this really powerful womb healing breath work that I did, I could feel in my body and I intuitively knew that the pain I was experiencing was some of my mother's and some of my grandmother's and sister's pain. And that was mind blowing to me because I've never had that connection before with what my body was holding on to, but I went so deep and it was so intense. And there's a really great book called It Didn't Start With You, which really dives into family trauma and breaking those generational patterns because of course there's learned behavior, but there's also epigenetics. And especially with women, we are birthed from a woman who's carried us for nine months, whatever she has experienced, whatever she has in her body, whatever trauma she's experienced, whatever she was dealing with when she was holding us, carrying us in her womb. And afterwards, like that's all impacted us. And a lot of that can be living inside of our womb space. So even if somebody's feels like, oh, I've had a pretty cushy life, maybe haven't had too much trauma or experienced that much or any abuse, you can still have trauma inside of your womb from previous generations. That does bring me though, to ask the question, how does just giving a warning here, but how does sexual abuse or sexual trauma impact our womb space? And how does sexual relations in general, what's the impact that that has on our womb and the trauma that is held in that space? Mm. Yes, this is different again from woman to woman. And I've worked with ladies who have had a lot of sexual trauma, especially during their childhood and experienced miscarriages and IUIs not working to then come into their womb and bring in that self-love that was hugely missing to love go into their inner child to go through that healing and then get pregnant so this the pain what I wanted to say there is like there's there's a huge amount of pain and trauma but it doesn't mean that it can't be healed now everyone can heal that in terms of relationships and hard relationships, yeah, of course, you're going to be holding on to that within your womb as well. It's all about going into a place of self-forgiveness for yourself, because a lot of us give us a hard time. Like, why did I stick around to that relationship? Why didn't I stand up for myself? And why do you even, yeah, you know, why did I let that happen to myself? Which you can do from your present self for that version of you at that time you can still go to that version of you and give them that support and the love that they need and start clearing that from your womb. And I find so much that there are a lot of cords, these energetic cords. So imagine you're in a circle and all these cords are going around you. There would be like ex-boyfriend here, ex-boyfriend there, ex-boyfriend there, like trauma here. And it's going through all of these and really releasing that energy because every single person that's shared your body has still got some kind of energetic hold over your body and it's only when you really go into it you can realize oh my god that is actually still draining me after all these years I can't believe it and when you release that and cleanse that and really make your boundaries around your energy around your womb you just feel this incredible lightness and you can be yourself again Mm. like really be in your flow yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And if there are women listening to this who are like, I don't really understand the energetic piece or it sounds cool, but it's a little bit woo woo for me. 
Because there are a lot of people who I'm very into this, like I've experienced this, I know it. What would you say to the women who are skeptical? Like this sounds too good to be true. It sounds really easy. It's not that easy, Vicky, which obviously you've experienced this. That So you know yourself, the whole journey, you've been through it all. But what would you say to the women who are skeptical? Very easily, just try it. Feel, feel your body, come into your body and feel your womb. It's like someone would say to a child, you don't know until you've tried it. I didn't mean that in like a sarcastic way, sorry, but it it really does frustrate me that it is seen as woo-woo when it's completely medically and scientifically backed up when you go into the cellular memory side of things. It just all makes sense that our organs hold onto trauma, trauma, traumatic memory. And there's Dr. Joe Dispenza that you can go and listen to and just see all of these gurus, I mean, they'll talk about it at a general level. And this is very specific about the womb. And go in, connect with your womb, and really discover who you are on the inside. I felt the power in that share. Thank you for sharing that and telling these women that it's, it can be, it is life-changing and you don't know what you can experience from doing this work and building this connection. So you don't know if you don't know unless you try. So go for it and explore. So I'd love to dive into the different categories of women that we have. So, and is there different advice or is it kind of the same for women? But we've kind of touched on women who maybe know, I don't want to have children. Like I'm listening. I'm a woman. I'm not there yet. Like what would be the advice for them? Is it just like start connecting with your womb? Because I'm curious, I'm going to get into the different categories of like women who are trying to conceive, women who maybe are pregnant. Like, is there varying advice or is it all sort of the same of where to start? Yes, there is varying advice because you feel different if you're at those different stages in life. So when you're at a place of, gosh, babies are in the future and I'm not even thinking about that. You may still be very disconnected from your womb. So let's give you a tiny bit of background around that. Yeah, we are very much taught in society now to block our womb, to be disconnected from our womb, right? You know, when we have our periods, we physically block our womb. If you're using tampons, we take a pill. If you're doing taking the pill, you're actually stopping yourself from ovulating and being in your natural flow. You're cutting yourself off from your feminine, your inner feminine. So we are really out of touch with ourselves and it's becoming very, very aware of that. So you can also discover yourself and be really in tune with who you are as a woman. So really go into that discover yourself at this stage in your journey because it will just open up wonders in your life as well at that stage and I can go on to someone who is trying to conceive that's very more specific about clearing traumas and bringing in self-love I feel at that stage you're much more aware that you're ready to bring a child into your womb and what your womb the environment of your womb is really feeling like and very much going deeply through the steps and you know even going through every single chakra in your body and connecting that with your womb so it's a lot of a deeper work going on at that stage during pregnancy so much womb connection self-love and 
really being able to enjoy your pregnancy because I think a lot of the time we can go into a place of not enjoying it like as much as you've been trying to have a baby for so long all the symptoms come up you feel sick you'll have all these incredible hormones in your body but they do weird things to you and you get heavy your legs may be ballooning up and you might go into a place of self-hate so it's really great to go into that regular womb healing and bring in that self-love and I do have a couple of pregnant ladies that are going with me in my tribe at the moment and it's so beautiful for them as well to really connect with their babies and just mm. so amazed at this creation that they've got inside of them that's growing it's, it's just a beautiful process as well mm. it and really is a miracle it is a oh, miracle yeah. it totally is I think we forget that you kind of just yeah. get all caught up in everything but my gosh we are actual miracle makers we create life yeah it's yeah. wild yeah go into the postpartum the postpartum we've heard of baby blues so you've been carrying this baby for like around 10 months and all of a sudden your body feels empty and you've become a mother so you've stepped into this very new role and this again this time of disconnect your hormones have changed and it's time to connect back in with your womb and who you are and really feel that self-love and feel centered. There's actually a wonderful process. It's called body wrapping. It's, it's not womb healing, but it's something that doulas do, body wrapping. And it's really wrapping you tight back into your body, bringing you back into your energy after you've given birth. It's beautiful. And then you can do the same energetically by mm. coming back into your womb and just really being back in your flow of who you are. Mm. is that that process that's like connecting the bones or something I think I've seen that is that what it is where it's like making you energetically almost like your bones coming back into yourself I don't know I think I've seen something it about is that also online. called connecting the bones yeah 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 it's from Mexico yeah that's why mm -hmm. yeah that's what I seem to recall wow that's super cool thank yeah. you for sharing these so what would you say advice for a woman who is pregnant who has had many miscarriages, what's the advice for her of how she can trust her body and relax in that process? Mm. Yes, self-love all the way, connecting with your womb, having conversations with your womb, feeling into your womb energy. And I would do a huge amount of visualization on a daily basis around the, your baby growing feeling like they're so comfortable like they've got their own little nursery already inside of your womb like really putting those things in place inside of your womb like that cuddly pillow and blanket and they've got the music playing and they just feel so loved and comfortable in there and being very excited about your baby and feeling your baby in your arms and allowing that energy to really flow with you every single day because on a womb level, you're creating a wonderful positive vibe on the inside and at a subconscious level, so within your mind, you're really reaffirming to yourself every day that your pregnancy is an amazing, healthy pregnancy and you're already feeling holding your baby in your arms. Mm, thank you. That's beautiful. What would you say is your, again, we're not giving medical advice, but for women who are trying to avoid pregnancy, what's your recommended form of birth control if you're trying to avoid pregnancy knowing how your cycles are from the day of your bleed 
until the day of the next one and knowing exactly when you're ovulating. So really getting in tune with your body. And again, it's all about listening in and feeling in. So I mean, you can either use that method of, okay, I'm not going to do anything around the days of my ovulation. It could be a little bit risky because you never know exactly unless you're really, really testing. And mm. I mean, you can feel it in your body. We all, well, I know when I'm ovulating because I know that I have this amazing surge of energy and obviously your cervical mucus changes when you know what to look out for. You're generally also very much in the mood, right? And then feeling sexy <laughs> around ovulation, <Yes>. wanting sex. <laughs> yes, exactly. And but also knowing that, you know, sperm can stay alive inside of your body for up to five days. So you also need to know like the days before ovulation. And so those five days are also kind of high risk. And then it's 24, so I tried to speak German now, 24 hours after you've ovulated that mm. you're also, you know, that fertile zone. So it's actually six to seven days. It's a whole week. So if you can abstain for seven days yeah. during your whole cycle, then do that. I really don't like anything else. I Honestly, I tried the pill as a teenager and like three weeks into it, I'm like, I hate having these hormones in my body and it just made me mad. And I tried the coil wow. and you knew what happened to me with the coil, it fell out. So that wasn't a wow. nice experience either. And so I generally go for the abstain method now. It sounds so old fashioned that it doesn't abstain. I'm sure there's another way to <laughs> Find other yeah. forms of pleasure for seven days around ovulation. Well, there's so much that you can do, right? There is so much that you can do. Yeah. I think people overcomplicate it too, because I'm a big fan of the fertility awareness method. And that's what I share with women when they come in to work with me one-to-one or in my program, Sex Queen. I ask them what form of menstrual products are you using? Because that's going to give me information. If they're using tampons, I'm like, asking why and like are there other forms that you can be using because tampons most of them are not great and toxic and Mm -hmm. yeah it stops the flow and actually feeling the blood there's something about the blood that is trickling down the walls of the vagina that's actually very powerful and healthy it's healthy for that to trickle down right which we're not taught those things we're taught it's disgusting and we're going to throw this thing into the bin into the trash like the the mind fuck that that is for women that something from our body deserves to be flushed down the toilet or thrown into the bin, I just think is is wrong. But then the other question I'm asking them is what, what form of contraception are they using? And I always will have a conversation around that because something that I, I know from a lot of women who have the coil or other forms of IUDs is there can be a lot of trauma that is created from the insertion and removal of those as well, which is something that people don't realize, right? That 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 can create internal trauma Mm -hmm. yeah and I'm pretty sure when I had the coil in that I'd already had quite a few um fertilized eggs because my hormones were all over the place and then going through miscarriage later on I realized that looking back I was like oh my gosh I was like so overly emotional and I had the coil in and that's the kind of emotions I was experiencing in early pregnancy and I was like "Hmm, I wonder you know you know how a coil works it's it's not that nice is it it kind of just knocks away the womb line so it's quite possible that you could have had an embryo that had implanted wow it mm. is wild i mean the things that women have to do to their bodies like what we have to do yeah. is is wild i was on the pill for 12 years and i didn't 
uh, to be honest, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know what the pill was doing to my body. I didn't know what I was putting in my body. I didn't know how it worked the entire time I was on it. I, like 12 years. I think I came off it when I was 28. Once I educated myself around my body, started to read books. A great book that I read was Beyond the Pill by Jolene Bright. I think is her name. Mm -hmm. She's amazing. She talks a lot all about hormones. And then I also read a book by Tony Weischer. I think it was something about fertility. Really, really thick book. But those books empowered me to learn about my body and to realize, wow, being on the pill is disconnecting me so much from my intuition, from my body, from my feminine mm -hmm. energy, from my authentic self. And I can't move forward with f the fear of pregnancy that I had. Like, I don't think women should be living with that fear on a daily basis. That is not healthy for us, but there are other ways and connecting with our cycles is so powerful and so beautiful. And it's a pillar of health that is indicating to us the consistency and the texture and the amount of blood is really giving us important information that we need to be tracking on a monthly oh, yes. basis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So important. So I'd love to know, what would you say your connection with your womb is like now? Oh, wow. So amazing. I love connecting with my womb every single day and feeling the regular release and the joy that that brings. And, you know, just things that we're just talking about you know, when I bleed, enjoying the bleed and just feeling amazing as a woman mm. that's changed so much and you know we always kind of learn to hate the period and we're gonna have pain and now I'm like wow I know exactly where I am on my cycle I feel great that my womb is releasing again so yeah it's just life-changing yeah mm. I love that. I love the release too. I just started my period today and I was like, yes, I love that feeling of release. Those final few days for me in the luteal phase on the, on the lead up. Oh my gosh. I can feel the buildup of energy mm -hmm. and of everything in my body. And I celebrate the release so much. So I'm with you on that. I have loved this conversation. I do have some final questions to ask you. But what would you want to close this episode with? What do you want to say to women to close this episode out? I would say to you all, tune in to your incredible womb and discover this beautiful place of creation that you have inside of you. Really make that connection and bring it into your everyday because it's just going to bring so much joy and new life to you a real new flow and high vibe so get tuned in yes yes i could shout Tune it from the rooftops <laughs> keep keep shouting it please women need this this work and it really is game changing once they understand the power that they have within their bodies and their womb space so please keep keep yelling it and we'll we'll keep cheering you on so final questions I love to ask every guest is what are you celebrating in life right now? Oh, I am celebrating that my book is about to be launched. So it'll probably be launched Yay. by the time this podcast goes live. And it's a book called Unblock Your Womb. It's all about the technique, my five steps technique and how to bring it into your everyday so that you can become your most fertile self. 
Amazing. Celebrating you so much. And we'll definitely put a link to your book in the show notes for everyone to check out. What is something that is bringing you pleasure right now? I brought back from Costa Rica with me when I was on the retreat with Steph. And oh, wow, it is delicious. And I really enjoy my cacao every single morning. Mm, me too I love mine so much it really does bring me pleasure I already can't wait for tomorrow morning to make my cacao (laughs) it is so nourishing so yummy and then the final question which this whole episode has been about this but I'm gonna ask the question anyway what is something that you wish every woman on the planet could know or experience Oh my gosh, experiencing just what an incredible, powerful woman they are and that they hold this incredible womb, this place of creativity inside of them. And oh my gosh, you really should be celebrating this every single day. You are a woman and it's time to shine and glow and feel the power of your frequency and your energy. I love it. What a beautiful way to top off this episode. Celebrate your womanhood. Celebrate your beautiful body. Celebrate your womb. To all of you beautiful women who are listening, we love you. And Vicky, let us know where people can find you to connect with you, the magic and the wisdom that you're sharing. Oh, yay. I am online, online at ohmymamabody.com. So ohmymamabody.com is my website. It's my YouTube channel. You can find me on Instagram and also on TikTok. So if you type in ohmymamabody, you will find me. Yay! And you crush it at the YouTube game, that's for sure. So there are so many videos that you have for women who are wanting to dive deeper into this. So we'll add all those to the show notes as well. Thank you, Vicky, for being here, for sharing your magic. And I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day. Yay. Thank you so much, Steph. It's been wonderful sharing all about amazing womb healing. <laughs>